no beer this time? All right, it's, it's all good, man. Welcome in, friends. Welcome back to another episode of the True Kings of Queen City podcast. We are coming to you live and previously recorded at the same damn time from the electricity. The electricity in the air. Can you feel it? I mean, it's just everywhere. The season is just anew and in bloom and it is a wonderful time to be a Panthers fan. It's a wonderful time to be an NFL fan in general. We're all undefeated right now. It's a wonderful thing to have real football back, not to say anything about the preseason, but it's a necessary uh, part of the process. And I would like to apologize to, to everyone for taking so long to get this episode out. Um, we just have been having some technical difficulties and some family issues. So I just hope you guys will understand and let you know that I am back solo dolo. Once again, Michael Lemons is MIA, but as you know, he is out saving lives. So please, 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 please think about that, man. He's a bad man and I can't wait to have him on that show soon. Maybe it will be in our next episode at the conclusion of week one. Which is where we want to go. Week one is in full effect right now. We are recording live at halftime of the Chiefs and Lions game. It is 7-7. Well, it's actually not halftime. It's a two-minute warning, but all right, close enough. 7-7, didn't see that coming. Regardless, we had to do it for you again. We're coming live once again from an undisclosed location. And we're going to bring you the Panthers spin. On week one, that's for sure. And I'm so happy to be able to do this for you. It's your boy, Big Panda, back at it again, and let's get into it. What up, Big Panda? What's going on? So I think you know what we're going to go over. First of all, I just want to say that I'm sorry for not doing a in-depth look at all the cuts because I want to talk about bumper pool. I want to talk about some other players that we let go. But things that happen... And instead, we're just going to go with week one. I'm sorry for all the guys that I missed out. I don't know why. Some of you didn't make the team. Others, they know exactly why. Skill issue. That's exactly why. I don't even know how they got as far as they did. But regardless, it's just because it was, you know, one cut down day. But regardless, we have our starters. That was etched in stone a while ago. But now it's official for week one. And without further ado, I'd like to get the depth chart out to you guys, the official depth chart, and hopefully it's going to be this moving forward. Are you excited about who's starting? Are you, you think somebody is a second or third stringer that got snubbed? Please let us know, man, because I was very happy with the depth chart, if you, you being honest with you, man. Just, you know, the offensive line was going to be chalk anyway. You know, Icky, Brady Christensen, Bradley Bozeman, of course, that's why we brought him back. Uh, Chandler's the lava. That was the one that I didn't think he would be a starter day one. I don't hate it, though. I mean, he looked better than Michael Jordan. I mean, if anyone watched any of the Panthers uh, preseason, I think Steve Smith said it best. They was eating his lunch out there in the preseason. I mean, he looked like he did not belong. And he's a Buckeye. It hurts my heart, man. But he did not look like he belonged on the field with the Jets and the Giants. He was getting just bullied. So much so that we're going with the rookie from NC State. So we got two wolves, two wolf packs on the line. It's very getting really red on that line, but that's neither here nor there. We'll talk about college another day. And of course, Taylor Moten. 
if you know me, I'm not really big on Taylor Moten. Sure, he's a serviceable offensive lineman, but he has not really shown me much. And I really hope this is a prove it year for me because he, he got paid. You know, we paid him a while back, but I want him to show me something with a rookie quarterback. And this is the time. This is the time that Taylor Moten really needs to hunker down and earn his keep. Because this is a whole brand new coaching staff. I think they're looking at everything because this staff is just too good to just let let things just fall as they may. No, they're going to take affirmative action, I believe. When things are going south, they're going to make moves. But the line is as solid as it could be. I give it a B- minus because you did what you did with what you had. Icky, if he takes another step, oh, my goodness, man. I think we could have, at best, a very good line. And if Chandler Zalava steps up and he's the rookie I think he can be, I absolutely love putting him putting him over there at the right guard. But we're going to see. Time will tell. But no one wants to hear offensive line talk but me. So we're going to get to the skill positions and drums, please. No, we don't, we don't have a drum roll. That's embarrassing. But regardless, skill positions. No one's surprised. DJ Chark, if he's healthy, he is a starter along with Adam Thielen, Jonathan Mingo, wide receiver number three, Ian Thomas and Hayden Hurst at the tight ends, Miles Sanders at running back, and of course, the nine-piece himself, Bryce Young at quarterback. Man, it feels so good to actually say it and it be a reality. I'm super excited for Bryce Young's debut in Hotlanta. I really hope that we just tear him apart and just make it not even a competition from soup to nuts, start to finish. Just take them out. Mm, I need some water. But I, I love the explosiveness. And like I said, what I seen from Bryce Young in the third preseason game was all I needed to see. I'm not going to expect that every drive, but, man, that is what we all were expecting to see from Bryce Young. You know, he showed us that, man, he's magic. Like, he can really do this, but can he really do it in live bullets? As I said in the previous episode, I think he can, but here comes those live bullets. Sure, those bullets got wings on it, so you can see the feathers flying off them before they hit you. But I have all the confidence in the world that we're going to walk out of Atlanta with a W and probably some peach cobbler and chicken and waffles, if you can believe that. <laughs> for sure, for sure, we're walking out of there. I'm going to Roscoe's, unless I don't. Now, the defense, that is the question because we already know about the big news yesterday where Nick Bosa got the bag. He got paid, and he just became the highest-paid defensive player in the history of the league. And again, in a previous episode, you may remember, I said it would be nice if Bryce – I mean – Brian Burns could be the highest paid defensive player or the highest paid player in his position. I think we know now that's not going to happen. That being said, he is still a starter. And I know and I think that Brian Burns is a professional and he will show up to work. He always seemed content to come and play for the Panthers whether he had a new deal or not. That being said, feelings can change. And you got to look out for your star player. And in this case, of course, it's Brian Burns. He's got to look out for himself. So I would not begrudge him a bit if he decided to make a statement 
and sit out this game. Now, he, the fines would suck, unfortunately, but I think he, he, he might play hardball with Tepper. If it was me, I would. Maybe a bad idea, but I think I'd go there. I mean, in my def- and in his defense, he paid Matt Rule a boatload of cash, so he got a little bit more in, in the piggy bank. I'm just saying. But that being said, I kind of spilled a little bit of milk. Brian Burns is a starter. He is our best defensive player in my mind and for my money. But going along, defensive ends are going to be Deshaun Williams and Derrick Brown in a tackle at Shy Tuttle. Brian Burns will be playing the outside linebacker. Again, you know, new position to see him at. We're running the 3-4. So it's going to be real interesting to see him coming off the edge like that. Uh, Frankie Louvu will be an interior linebacker with Shaq. Of course, you know, love to see the Shaq attack coming back for sure. And that number seven, man, it looks good on him. So I'm expecting to see seven and zero in the backfield a whole lot. And, of course, Justin Houston, the man we got over over from uh, Baltimore last year, he will be the other outside linebacker. And in our secondary, we have J.C. Horn, Dante Jackson, Xavier Woods, Von Bell at both both Von Bell and Xavier Woods at safety corners. Saint J.C. Horn and Dante Jackson. No surprises there at all. And our nickel corner is going to be Jeremy Chin. Again, it's chalk. It's what we expected. And wonderful defense. If you haven't picked them up on fantasy, I'd suggest first of all thanking all the idiots that didn't, and secondly, go get them. Stout defense, I think at best we could have a top 10 defense. At worst, we will have a middling to lackluster defense. But the weak spot will obviously be the secondary. Dante Jackson has to stay healthy. And we got to have depth there. Is J.C. Horn, he's got to stay healthy. I think he's due for a breakout season as well. Xavier Woods, I think he can come back to the form that he was playing at back when he was at Dallas. And without further ado, Von Bell, you know, Ohio State Buckeye, he was balling out with Kansas, I mean, Cincinnati. So if he can return to that form, great, great, great pickup. Absolutely love it. And Jeremy Chin, I have no doubts that he's going to be a stud as he always has been. Even probably step down and play some linebacker if need be. He's very versatile. But this defense is stout. Once again, we always have a good defense, and I'm loving it. If they can get the get the offense off the field quick, three and outs, get the ball right back into Bryce Young's hand, man, we could put up some big numbers. I mean, we we could have rookie of the year right here, and it is just it's palpable to me right now. I just can't believe that after this so long hiatus, like we thought football would never come back, but here we are. We just if you're a Kansas City fan or a Lions fan, you're halfway done. It's almost halftime. 34 seconds, and Kansas City has scored. We missed that, but you know it, it is not going to matter if you hear it tomorrow because it'll be old news. Regardless, just very excited about football being back. And we cannot forget the third part of the game, special teams. It's all chalk as well. We know the long stamper is going to be the man, J.J. Jensen. We know that the holder and the kicker and the punter is going to be Johnny Hecker. We know the kicker is going to be Eddie Pinheiro. And, of course, the only question mark was punt return and kick return. And as of the recording of this podcast, both of those duties belong to Raheem Blackshear, the former Buffalo Bill running back. 
Loved him last year. Love to see him make, you know, more progress with us. And the fact that he's going to be doing special teams um, exclusively. And by exclusively, I mean he's the only one doing it. I love it. Kick returns, well, you get to stand back there and wave at people. Punt returns, he's electric. I think he's got a splash of Darren Sproles in him, but you just got to show us, man. Like, in Atlanta would be a great time to start show that week one. That would be incredible just to wow everybody there. Wow. Yes, just light up, the, light up the scoreboard and send the Dirty Birds home very, very, very fast. They've been down. They've been down for a while. And that's our starters for week one at Atlanta. That's really all I got on that. And the outlook for our se- for week one, well, if you're asking Vegas, I think they got this one backwards, actually. they got As of the recording of this podcast, they have the Atlanta Falcons. That's right, the Dirty Birds as a three-and-a-half-point favorite at home. Not too, too crazy, but three-and-a-half, I don't know. Me personally, I don't think Atlanta will cover. Like if they win, it'll it'll be a three point game. So, put your money on the Cats from Carolina. Best believe it. I don't care how you feel. That maybe it's biased, but I just gave you my feelings and I gave you the logic of why I would tell you take the Panthers. Put your money on the Panthers. Thank me later, unless you don't. Now let's ask some of the big questions that you know we're not supposed to do. We're gonna do the thing. That we are not supposed to do. We're going to ask questions like, can we win the division? Oh, no. Yeah, I went there. And I'm going to go with yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think we can win this division for so many reasons. And the three biggest ones I got is reason number one, the whole division, let's be real, it's a dumpster fire. It's not very good. Best quarterback is probably the used car in New Orleans, the jalopy for sure. And Bryce could be the second best. We don't know what Desmond Ritter can do. So he might be able to surprise us like he surprised the college football playoff in Cincinnati. Likely, but I doubt it. I doubt it. And then Baker Mayfield. Well, we had the Baker Mayfield experience in Charlotte. I got to see him lose to the Cleveland Browns. And by the way, come at me, Browns Nation, because I hated when you came to Charlotte Looked like a bunch of convicts that shitted on themselves came to watch a fucking football game. But it is what it is. Regardless, the Baker Mayfield experience did not work out for us. He was good for one dub. Just one more than me. It's all good. But if we got to face him twice a year, anyone who's facing Baker Mayfield twice a year, I wouldn't hold my breath unless you play in the NFC West. Like, straight like that. It's about as honest as I can be with you on that one. I'm sorry, Baker. I got respect for Baker Mayfield, but yeah, I'm a tiny bit better. Tiny bit better. Just because we 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 paid, well, and by we I mean David Tepper. He paid to get rid of you. He paid he loves to pay people to leave. I wish I worked for David Tepper. Well, again, that's neither here nor there. The quarterbacks are very weak in the division. Reason number two, I believe we can win the division. Bryce Young is his ceiling is just so high, man. Like if we can if we hit like we did with Cam Newton, yeah, I really think like, we could run away with this division if we do it early. Just as I had some conversations with some people collaborating before we jumped on live, I said this made the same argument for Atlanta. I had to play devil's advocate, and I and I, that was one of my arguments was like 
if Desmond Ritter could get to a hot start, you know, go four and zero, five and zero, it could be wrapped up, you know, pretty wet, pretty quick. And I think the same for Bryce. I think the same thing for Bryce Young. If if he can get us to like four and zero, five and zero, six and zero, like start the season, it could be wrapped up right then. It, it could, because I don't think that more than one team in our division would be able to do it. And if that doesn't make sense to you, I really don't know what to tell you. And reason number three is I have as much confidence in our defense getting opposing offenses off the field enough to where we can maximize everything about our offense if we get everything going. I know it's a lot of ifs. You know, if ifs were splits, we'd all be fucked up. But they're not. And I really, really think we would have to go back to our roots and be a defensive team that can score. You know, the league is an offensive league, so it was kind of harder to do that now. But all that being said, if our defense is as good as I know we can be, if our secondary is no longer a aberration to us, then absolutely. Run away with the division, and who knows what we can do in the playoffs. And can if we make the playoffs, that's the last question. What do we do? It's a win if we make the playoffs. Let's just be honest, Panther Nation. If we make the playoffs, it's a dub. It's a dub. I will take it. We go and get bushwhacked by the Philadelphia Eagles or the 49ers or even make competitive, like, exceeded my expectations, personally. I'm not all the way down in the doldrums like some Panthers fans. I'm not down there. Nope. No. But I'm having realistic expectations. I'm thinking – Worst case scenario, you know, we're just an itty bitty kitty cat and we win like four or five games like we did last year. Best case scenario, we're roaring, we're dominant, we're showing Bryce Young was the right pick the whole time. Screw you, Panda. You were wrong. And we roar into the playoffs. That's what I want. But the season is so young. The Oh, God. See, I, I can't even contain myself. The season's so young, and everyone's excited. It's just a wonderful time. It's halftime, and I don't have a beer in my hand, but it's all good. It's all good because we have the Kansas City Chiefs at 14 and the Detroit Lions at 7 at halftime. And the only thing we got to conclude with this particular short episode, because we're going to come back to you with our Week one post-game show, Sunday night. The last thing we have is the teaser for Cardiac 2003. We checked out episode two, and it was wonderful. I don't want to spoil anything for you guys. So if you're very interested, again, whether you are a new fan and you were grandfathered in by your family, or you were in a coma when this happened, or you switched the license, or even you just a fan of football and you want a 30 for 30 like experience on the go. Check out Cardiac on Panthers.com, on Spotify, or wherever you get your podcast, because I listen to it at work whenever I'm not too busy to make phone calls and stuff. I listen to it at work, and man. It just took me back, like Jake DeLong. Jake, 
the loam. No one knew who he was. And people forgot that he backs up Kurt Warner. You really didn't know that? Well, they will talk about it if you want to check it out. But until next time, ladies and gents, y'all take it easy. Keep pounding. Been training like my first name's Hobbin. Please like, subscribe, and then comment. And I don't know how the fuck you got here, but your tenure won't last. I'm fucking around with Tesla. Let that don't push this, you gon' find out. I've been fighting my demons.